Welcome to the podcast. Pilates for PTs, from business to clinical. Hi, y'all. My name is Stephen Dunn. I co-own Core Therapy and Pilates in Austin, Texas, and I'm the founder of Pilates for PTs. I've been a physical therapist for over 20 years, and I've been teaching Pilates and Gyrotonic in my physical therapy practice for the last 15 years. In this podcast, I interview experts from all over the world so that you can learn more on how to grow your business or how to improve your clinical skills as a Pilates instructor in the physical therapy world. Thanks for listening. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest in from Georgia, Miss Karen, or let me rephrase that, Dr. Karen Staples. And Karen, I want you to come on and tell us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to the group, and tell us what got you into physical therapy and what got you into Pilates and which came first. Okay, well, I'm Dr. Karen Staples. I own Pro Health Physical Therapy and Pilates Studio, which is in Peachtree City, Georgia, just south of Atlanta. I moved here 14 years ago really to put physical therapy and Pilates together, but backtracking, my interest in physical therapy started when I was a kid. My dad's dad, so my grandfather, was hurt in a coal mining accident. So my whole life, I knew him, he was in a wheelchair, the entire life, Um, but he'd spent half of his life not in a wheelchair. And so when he was in his early 30s, he was crushed by a coal mine and got pulled out, spinal cord injury at T11. So he ended, ended up spending two years in the hospital. And I just knew, I was like, oh, you know, why did grandpa never walk? What was going on? But he did everything. He built himself a, a elevator in his house to get down to his workshop so he could still do his woodworking. He did everything. He wasn't physically driving the car, but he was driving the car. Yeah. So he was, it was great. My grandmother um, was able to handle things and all of that. And I started researching my sophomore year of high school careers. I was thinking, you know what? Going to medical school, that's a lot of school. Um, I do have my PhD at this point, so I did go to a lot of school, but um, I decided, let's look at physical therapy. had a family friend that went, um, so I graduated physical therapy school in 98, around the time you graduated, I believe. Um, And and so I looked at, you know, looking at in the 90s, like physical therapy, this sounds like a really good career, family friendly, not necessarily long hours, I can make it what I want it, let's look at that. So I when, and I was living in Maryland at the time. I went to high school in Maryland and I went to Union Memorial Hospital and did some shadowing and said, yeah, this is where, um, this is a career I need to go. So I went to the University of Evansville, which is in Southern Indiana. And at that time it was a five-year master's program. So you applied partway through your sophomore year, get into physical therapy school, complete. And then, so in May of 1998, they hand me two degrees, my bachelor's and master's. And so I start working in acute care. In acute care, you know, doing that and kind of get, doing my rounds, being the generalist, and then started doing outpatient rotation. I'm like, okay, this is where I need to be. But then I had to work holidays and weekends and other things, ended up being able to join an outpatient clinic in Southern Indiana. And at that time, all the new grads started coming out with a DPT. And I'm like, oh, they might need me to go back at some point. So I started researching and talking to my professors. And I started a program that was a DSC program, a clinical doctorate that in the midst of my schooling became credentialed for a PhD. So I was able to have my PhD in um, orthopedics and sports science through Rocky Mountain University of Health Professions. And in that, you had to do a practicum. And in the midst of doing physical therapy and starting my career, I wanted to do my own personal fitness. So I found Pilates. I was a gymnast as a kid, so it totally fit for my body. Mm -hmm. I found Brooke Seiler's book, The Pilates Body. 
It was yeah. great. I was looking at that. I'm in Southern Indiana and one of my patients comes in and she's like, Hey, there's a Pilates studio in Evansville. I'm like, with the equipment, with all of the stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, who is it? So I started working with, um, my, the Pilates instructor, um, Allie Goebel then, and she started to ask me questions about her patients or, or her clients. And I was like, well, wait a minute, let me think about this a little bit. Cause I was there for my workout and I wasn't looking at the equipment as my profession It was for yeah. my workout. And yeah. then I started to see and research. So as my practicum for my PhD, I did my Polestar Pilates, um, training. So I did my comprehensive teacher training to satisfy that, you know, how many things can you kill with one stone, you know, sort of thing like, okay, this is going to satisfy a bunch of things. Um, and then at that point, once I finished, my husband and I decided to relocate to Georgia and I opened up um, pro health physical therapy and Pilates studio and um, been going ever since. So I started with myself um, just working and cleaning the toilets, answering the phones, seeing yeah. the patients, doing the marketing, which was all new. I'd never had to do the marketing before. So move to a new area and sell yourself, right? Um, so it started that way. And then over the years, I've had amazing people to work with me. Um, and now I have a staff of 16 people that work with me, um, Pilates and um, PT and office personnel. I love it. I love it. So I, I relate to the cleaning the toilets and, you know, ordering the TheraBands and, <laughs> you know, putting out the fires and, you know, everything. Um, when we first opened, it was my wife and I together. But we, you know, she had certain hours because we had a child really mm -hmm. soon after we were, um, we opened. So she kind of worked mom hours like nine to two. Mm -hmm. And I was there kind of most of the time, eight to five, eight to six. And we didn't even have anybody in the front desk. And, you know, when people came in, we just kind of popped their head around the window and said, hey, around the corner, hey, we'll be out there with you in just a second. Give us a moment. Um, so, and, you know, and now we probably have about 12 people that work with us. Um, and it's been an interesting growth. Um, and we have this team and most of our team, and I'm going to ask you a little bit about your team in a second. Mm -hmm. Most of my team, they've been patients and they've gone through our Pilates program and it's changed their life. And they're like, I don't want to sit anymore. I don't want to do this job that I'm doing and I hate anymore. And so they become Pilates instructors, um, go through our program and end up working for us to where they've kind of, they've been on my table. They've been in our Pilates program. They've, they've, they're now gone through a training to learn what's helped them. And now they're sharing it with other people. So our, our growth has been very organic based on when someone that's come to us and said, Hey, I want to, I want to become a trainer. So with that said, tell me a little bit about how you've built that team and, and, and where these team members have come from over the years. So it's been an interesting growth. So the very first team member that I, that I hired actually was somebody that again, found me somebody that was kind of like, you know, I like what you do. I want to be able to do this. And so they had had some personal training background, but no Pilates. So we were able to start and go through training and do all of that. Then I hired somebody in the office because I learned quickly what were the things that I really enjoyed doing and what were the things I was willing to pay for. So that was a, something I was definitely willing to have somebody there to answer and do all of that. But then over the time for physical therapists that have joined me, they've either been former clinical students. Um, mm -hmm. that had been on their clinical and said, I love this environment. I want to do this more. Um, or somebody that was relocating to the area and found what we were doing, looked at reviews, said, you know, this is exactly the type of environment I've been wanting to be in um, and being able to have them join there. Pilates teachers been, has been a different thing. I've had some that have been former clients um, that were like, you know what? I, I love this so much. I want to help other people. And other of them have come because they've been personal trainers that wanted to get out of 
the environment that they were in and be challenged differently. And they're like, you know, I've always wanted to do this. And so being able to have that training program. So I host the Polestar Pilates Comprehensive Teacher Training Program um, and educate and the lead educator for that. Um, and that's been a great ma marriage to be able to have the education for the PTs that have come on board with me to go through that and give them that extra training along with um, the Pilates teachers that work with me. Got it. Got it. Now, how many physical therapists are working with you currently? So I have two full-time physical therapists and a physical therapist assistant that work with me. So we have three full-time PTs and a PTA. Um, and then I have a clinical student currently now, another one that'll start in January. Um, but still looking to, we still have room to grow. So we still have another, looking for another team member. <laughs> Got it. And as far as like um, how you run your, your therapy with, you know, with your Pilates uh, experience and with your Pilates trainer, do y'all, trainers, do y'all work as a team? Do you do all of it yourself? Uh, do you do PT only and trainers do Pilates? Tell me kind of how that breaks down in, in your, your specific facility. So in mine, I myself am going to be a mix. I have, because I've been open now 14 years, I opened June of 2005. Um, I oh, have mixed. I know it's like, I was watching your podcast. I'm like, gosh, look at all these kind of levels. Ah. And I, I bought your book, by the way. I love it. I was able to flip through. I saw that on the email. So I was like, Thank oh, you. let me look at this too. Awesome. Um, so there's a lot of things that, that, you know, listening to yours, I was like, gosh, we've had some parallel careers in different sides of the country. Um, but for the PTs, they utilize the Pilates equipment with their patients. Um, mm -hmm. So there'll be times in the studio space that we'll have PT patients along with Pilates clients. Um, and so we will we have a specific, specific transition program that when patients are getting to the end of their time, they're ready to graduate from physical therapy. Yeah. And we'll have a transition package for them to transition to the Pilates teacher with some information and knowing that that Pilates teacher has feedback. Um, so the Pilates teachers will do manual techniques. We have four private treatment rooms um, along with um, studio space. So I teach some of the group classes during the week because I want to keep that skill set up. Um, yeah. And then I have clients that I've seen for 10 plus years that want to stay seeing me. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise I will see people and then I'll um, marriage them with uh, uh, another Pilates teacher and same thing with my coworkers as well. And then there's times that the Pilates teacher will have a new client come in and the person's like, you know, I'm just complaining about this. They'll then say, hey, why don't you schedule an appointment with the PT? And then we have that little flip going on there, too. Yeah, that happened with me this week. A, a girl came in and worked with one of my trainers and <clears throat> saw her one time. And they had a real good session. And she, it was, she was real encouraged about where they were going. But everything the girl complained about, my trainer was like, you know, this is exactly my problem. Mm -hmm. And this is what Stephen helped me with. And I can help you, but if you see Stephen first, <clears throat> he's going to do what he does. It's just going to help what I do on my end a little better. And, the, and she was like totally receptive to it, where sometimes they're not. Sometimes they, you know, they've had a bad experience with PT or they're like coming from a PT to us for Pilates. And they're like, no, I just came from PT. I don't want to do that. And, and that's fine, too. But that was a total situation just on Monday, brand new patient on my schedule. But I was able, then here I am looking at, the information from my trainer that, that they've written. I'm mm -hmm. looking at the information that my front desk, uh, when she, when they first called. Mm -hmm. So when she sits there on my debt, on my table, I was able to say, so I see you have blah, 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 blah. And I was able to, to whip it all out and I didn't have to ask her anything again. Mm -hmm. And then I had to, the questions I asked her were out of the scope of what my front desk or my Pilates instructor would have been asking her. So we jumped right into what was the information that I could help her the most with. And it was a fantastic session because she was 
she bought in because of mm-hmm. our communication between our team. And even though my team and I didn't sit there, sit there and verbally discuss her through the chart, through our systems that we have in place, I was able to read it, read it right there in front of her in about a minute and say, okay, bah, 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 bah. and that was really great. And then sometimes a lot of times they're starting with me and moving to the trainers, but every once in a while it starts the other way. Um, and that's a, that's a, a great way to show them that we're here for whatever their needs are, wherever they are in that process. And sometimes yeah. I evaluate people and I say, you know, there's not really much I need to do. You just need to get strong. So once you go ahead and just start working with my trainers. So yeah. let me ask you this. Are you in a small town, like in like a suburb of Atlanta? Or is it a- I am. Yes, I am in a suburb. I'm about 20 minutes south of the airport. So there's about 45,000 people in Peachtree City. Okay. Our claim to fame is we have 100 miles of of multi-use paths, but you can drive a golf cart in town anywhere. Oh, gotcha. So there's more golf carts outside the high school than there are cars. Because at 15 with their learner's permit, they can drive the golf cart. So it helps for people that are early drivers as well as older adults to be able to get around town. So in the drive-thrus, there might be a golf cart going through to get their Chick-fil-A along with the cars that are in line. So um, it's a nice uh, a nice suburb. So about 20 minutes outside. Um, so we're considered outside the perimeter, you know, kind of that difference yeah. there. Um, but um, but definitely a planned community that was planned in the 60s, um, and it's kind of grown um, from there. Now, are you the only uh, physical therapist in your community doing the type of work that you're doing? Yes. When I started 14 years ago, moving down to Peachtree City, the only Pilates that existed was a few classes at gyms and then one person doing something in their home. There was no Pilates on this side of town. So over the time, I have educated some people to, you know, open their own places, um, to do things from their own house, also to have other businesses that have come in um, doing, you know, teaching from a different style, a different training background. Um, But I'm still the only physical therapist on this side of town that is doing physical therapy and Pilates. And as far as my business, we do one on one care. So we're with the patient one on one. There's not three patients at the same time seeing the one therapist. And I mean, there might be for a Pilates session, people paying for a duet or a trio, sure, um, sure. but, but in that case, they, you know, they're doing that for that session for that wellness, but PT wise, we're one-on-one um, seeing the patient. Now, when you say you see these people for long-term, is it more of a wellness uh, relationship with them and you're, you're training them more than doing PT with them? Correct. I'm doing, I'm doing wellness. And then it, at times I've had people you know, I've been working with for 10 years, they, one lady, she, um, we've done a couple sessions, durations of physical therapy because she had a hip replacement, so yeah. she came physical therapy. Then she had to have a mastectomy due to breast cancer coming back 20 years later. So we did some physical therapy, making sure that her shoulder range of motion, tissue mobility, so we sh- shifted. And then when she's in it, and it was a lot of it, you know, as much her as it was me, that I was like, okay, we're ready to switch back to wellness. And she's like, yeah, we're ready to go back. So to be able to do her. Got it. Got it. That makes a, that makes a lot of sense. And when, with your physical therapy side of the program, do y'all accept insurance or y'all cash based? How are y'all set up for that? So we accept insurance um, and we've been, and so there are some insurances that I'm in network with most of them. Um, But on this, where I am and where everything is, and I was listening to your story as well, you know, a few years ago, shifting away. um, It's been a, it's been a good um, way to be able to get people in um, at this point. So it's been something that's worked well. um, And there's some that I make choices business-wise. So you make business decisions. If an insurance company is paying a certain rate that doesn't allow for the amount of time that you might want to give, 
I shorten my treatment time. So there's some people that I shorten and we do 30 minute visits and yeah. I'm very open and upfront with them from the get go. So they don't feel like they're being gypped on something. Sure. But, sure. but this is, this is what our, my financial business decision needs to be. And, you know, I, I started offering 30 minute sessions about eight months after I went cash. Okay. And, and that was one of the things that actually went, took me to like a really steady level mm-hmm. um, because I realized uh, I, I only wanted to see people for an hour, but whenever I offered them 30 minute sessions or hour sessions, I've, I've always had more hour sessions in the week. There was mm-hmm. one week in the last four years where, or three and a half years where I had um, like even like tw- I had like 21 hour sessions and 21 half hour sessions. Okay. But usually it's like, you know, I'll have like 25 or 28 hour sessions mm-hmm. and I'll have like five to 10 or 12 half hour sessions. But when I did that, those extra 10 or, you know, five to 12 people a week doing those half hour sessions, it really filled up my schedule. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, it was something I, I, I wasn't really expecting. And someone gave me the advice to try it and I did. And it was like, whoa. It's kind of interesting. So I've continued. For some patients, it works pretty well with, you know, with that. If they're very compliant and you're like, okay, they can't take too much. They're they're fatigued easily. It works out well. And I see a lot of people for an hour up front. And then what I do, like after maybe three or four visits, I'll see them for a half hour. And then they'll go directly from working with me to the trainers. So we start, we kind of transition that like within the PT care they're introduced to the trainers. They're like, you know, and that same thing you mentioned earlier about, you know, they know we're communicating. They know there's some some uh, some sharing of the chart. And so I'll see someone for 30 minutes, do the hands-on, review the home program, progress any of the stuff to do outside of there, and then hand them over to a trainer and say, and I don't tell the trainers what to do because they're trained. I tell them what we're working on. Uh-huh. I say, this is what we're working on. This is where we're at in the program. This is uh-huh. our goals. This is where we're heading towards. And, um, and they see us communicating that way. Even though stuff's written in the chart, they all, we, ch- we generally chit chat. When, when I hand them off, I'm like, bum, 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 uh-huh. bum. and they love that. And uh-huh. then two weeks later, a month later, I step out. I don't do those 30 minute sessions anymore. They just work with the trainer that transitions nice and smooth. Um, yeah. It saves them a lot of money when they're not seeing me. But then, that, then paying 85, 90 bucks an hour for training isn't so overwhelming when they've been paying my fees. So sure. it, it, it kind of, when I took insurance, people were balking on the cost of Pilates. Mm-hmm. When I'm cash, people balk on my rates some, but whenever they go from me to the Pilates, they don't balk on those rates. So it's a very yeah. interesting change yeah. and dynamic. So now let me ask you this. When you see the folks that like the wellness folks, Mm-hmm. what do you charge? How do you, you don't, you don't have to tell me your price, but like what sure. do, you, do you charge a set and price, a certain price that's, this is my wellness um, rate, or do you charge the same rate as your instructors? How, how do you do that? Yeah, I definitely, am, I definitely have a higher rate than the instructor. So if somebody comes wellness, they pay a higher rate for me. Um, that is a little less than the PT part because I've taken, it yeah. never removes. The PT hat never goes away. Sure. But, but being able to make it worth my while that if I'm going to take this hour away from giving it to somebody else, that it's worth my while because they could, and I feel confident that anybody that for the most part, any of the clients I work with could work with some of the other teachers because I think they're great. And some of the teachers that I work with, and you might have the same thing, they're way more creative than I am. And so I love to be able to see what they can, um, you know, kind of get their clients to do in that. Um, but you know, you create those relationships, right? That's what our business is. It's building of relationships and in, in multiple levels. So we, we build it as the, as the PT with that patient, as a Pilates teacher, getting that client relationship, 
But then you come up to that owner level and now you build these um, referrals, but also around your community, different things. And I support lots of different community events and um, uh, organizations, again, to make sure that I'm infiltrated and part of this community and I'm supporting them um, as well as supporting that to the clients that come in the building. I hear that. Uh, we have children that are in middle school and elementary school, two boys, and we do a lot of, um, you know, anyone, t- anytime they ask us to advertise for anything, we're like, sure. And we throw our logo on everything. And, you know, people for over the course of years have seen our logo, but they don't necessarily know that it's my wife and I that own the business. Mm-hmm. And then one day someone will tell them, oh, you need to go talk to Stephen or Cheryl about this limp you have going on or whatever. And it's never me telling them it's, it's someone else. And then they come ask us. And when they ask us, we say, we start answering, well, like, yeah, we can help you. And they say, well, what, what, tell us about your business. And I'm like, oh, it's core therapy and Pilates. And they're like, I've got like 30 shirts at my house with that logo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's on purpose. You know, like, I, I don't say that, but you know, it's, it's like when my kids play baseball, you know, I sponsor the team. So my, my name's on the back of their shirt. Um, and you know, over time, those moms may not come in that season, but they come right. in and say, yeah, you were, you sponsored our team. And I'm like, oh, that's how I recognize you. We sat in the bleachers next to each other for, mm-hmm. for a whole season. Um, so I, I love those community things. And, and there's a ton of different types of community things. Mm-hmm. So what has been, what's been your best um, community outing or your best, uh, your best return on your time from your community investments? Well, there's twofold. One is um, there's an organization that we have here called the Real Life Center, and they support families for a year, um, walk through that if there's something that's gone on, they walk through them. So we do a fun a food drive every year for them. So it's really fun for clients and patients to come in and participate and just have that representing pro-health um, as well going in to support that organization. So something that's a, not only from the team, but from the other people that come in the door. Um, but our big things, I mean, it's kind of similar to you. I, my, my kids are, I have a middle schooler and an elementary school, seventh and fifth right now. Um, and, and so they, they play soccer, they play baseball, they play basketball. If any sport, if the kid comes to me directly and asks, um, so I've supported local high school dance teams and volleyball, all the extra sports that aren't the big ones. Yeah. Um, and as soon as they bring me, that kid has come in, I'm going to support them and say, okay, what do we have? And logos on the shirt. And I've had the same thing. People are like, you know, I think I've seen your logo on that, that race shirt that's every year that Peachtree City has. I think I've seen your logo on mile nine every single time. I'm like, yeah, good. I'm glad that, you know, they kind of see it. But again, it's the same thing. I don't have my name in my business. So when people are like, oh yeah, they told me to talk to you. I didn't realize that was you. Now tell me more about this Pilates thing you have. Um, so, you know, or, highlights or, you know, something (laughs) (laughs) that way. So, you know, just to be able to get that um, information and I'm on the back cover of the elementary directory for the elementary school. My kids, uh, my son and daughter used to go to, but my son goes to now. I love it. And I talk about that so much. And and so when I, when I work with some of my uh, clients who are wanting to know how to build their business, Mm -hmm. it's like, I live a mile from my office. I live a mile from my kids' schools. (laughs) We walk to school. My community knows me and my wife is the, the, the kid, the people that walk the two boxers around our boxers go to work with us. And, and like people know us in the community before they know us as a business owner. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it so much easier to connect with them when I'm like, 
How do I know you? From church? From school? From where? Oh, your ki- oh, your kids in my kids' class. Oh, you're so and so's mom. <laughs> oh, your kid. So, like, that's the kind of relationships and conversations that we mm-hmm. have all the time in our uh, our office because we're in this little bubble of of where we live and work, and and we're you know we're kind of in a small town right next to Austin. Okay. It's its own community. It's its own like city, but it's a city of like. 4,000 people, 5,000 people right next to a city of 2 million. But when I say right next, like three miles, not four okay. miles. So it's, you know, but I like, I see the woods behind you. I kind yep. of sitting in the woods and, but I'm like a, a stone's throw from, from downtown. So it's a very, it's all designed on purpose so that we can mm-hmm. really be a part of that community. And that was something we've been planning from the very, very, very get go before we even had kids we moved to this community where the best school district was mm-hmm. where there was some money that they could afford to pay for our uh, Cheryl services. I didn't, I, I had no idea I would ever step away from insurance. I had, sure. That was never in my thought process. That's just something I eventually felt like I had to do. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big part of our like strategic planning. So, well, let me ask you this. One of the big questions, I'm going to go in a totally different direction here. One of the big mm-hmm. questions I get, because again, I help people kind of, kind of get out of the rut of what they're doing in their, their day-to-day grind job that they really burned out from and, and try to create new revenue sources and, and understand Pilates and how they can bring that into yeah. their, uh, their studio and make a difference. And the number one question I get is, how do I get certified? Now, and I know you've been in the Polestar for, uh, involved with the Polestar for some time and are involved with certifying and training people. And some people, it's an easy answer. They live in a town that it's easy to find mm-hmm. training. But what, what would be your what would be your answer for someone that would, that was totally a PT but new to Pilates? Mm-hmm. How do I get certified? Where do I do? Where do I go? What's the steps? So there's a little bit in terminology that I want to just start with first. So in the Pilates profession, there's a lot of this terminology. What is certification? What's certified? And so you attend a course, you get a certificate of attendance. You take a test from that course, you get a certificate of completion. But in the Pilates world, what we want to try to take the term to is that you graduated from your comprehensive training, just like you graduate from college, because it is vocational training. It's a lot of money people are spending, any thousands of dollars to be get to get through the program. And then once they graduate from a comprehensive program, they can take the National Pilates Certification Program exam. And that that point they will be considered a national certified Pilates teacher. So I'm actually serving on the Pilates Method Alliance Certification Commission Board. I'm a certification commissioner. And so that's the terminology we're trying to use so that way people understand that it's not just a certification, but how does somebody go ahead and start the process to be a a comprehensively trained Pilates teacher? There's tons of programs out there. There's easier ones that, um, that start doing things more like modules where you can learn the math then you can learn chair, then you can learn reformer. And for some people, that's a lot easier to digest because they look at it as weekend trainings and they can do that over years. They don't have to do it in one fell swoop. The program that I teach through Polestar is a one year long, basically commitment as I tell people. So when you start the program, you have six weekend training modules and in there you have homework to do. After you finish your sixth one, then you have a comprehensive exam to take. And before you take that comprehensive exam, you have teaching hours to do and practice hours to do and your homework is all signed off. And so that generally takes about a year. It's a year long commitment to be able to go through all of it. If you don't live near one, 
there's a lot of times there's places, at least here, I have people travel from North Carolina, from Louisiana, from Michigan one year. Somebody traveled down from Michigan. There's places that people will travel and I have a relationship with a hotel to give a really cheap rate um, and allowing people to be able to come and stay for the weekend and then be able to do their, um, their other training from there. But there's a lot of studios that offer their own training program um, that they go ahead and do it in-house. And the biggest thing I tell people is look to see what's required all up front. What is required in this training program? What's your time commitment? What are you paying? Is that all included? Or are they going to start adding some extra charges on? Yeah. Does it meet the certain standards? So the Pilates Method Alliance is the main professional organization for Pilates teachers. There's others that are out there, but it's a U.S.-based professional association. They have come up with a set standard to show if a school meets that certain requirement. So there's a set kind of checklist that a, a instructor, potential instructor, physical therapist can go through and see, does that program meet these requirements? And in that, I'm going to go ahead and fulfill and my funds that I'm spending for this continuing education can meet for that. I have several PTs that go through the program and they do get continuing education credit that they can use for their license renewal. Um, so, you know, again, how many things can you kill with one stone? You know, make sure if you're doing it for a purpose. Yeah, I love that. That was my next question about CEUs because that, that, that makes a whole lot of sense because PTs mm -hmm. want to, if they're investing that money, they want to get the mm -hmm. credits for it and they should. So yeah. um, the one I took years ago did not. And, and then when I took the PMA exam, it was, um, it was kind of reminded me of like PT school, right? I'm now I've completed my PT school mm -hmm. and now I need to take the boards and yeah. the PMA exam was the boards. And that was like, you know, okay, you got to take it. You got to pass it. Um, it was actually better, easier. That was the, that was easier for me than the boards because I actually <laughs> like, I liked studying for Pilates and I liked the work. <laughs> I didn't do so, I didn't do so good on the boards. <laughs> I did a podcast I did with someone this morning. <laughs> uh, they interviewed me based on a um, on a on a me failing my boards. Uh, what happened? You know, you can fail your boards and yep. create a very nice career for yourself. Yep. Uh, that was yep. the, the topic of that conversation earlier, but. Yep. Uh, but I love that answer. And again, I get asked that all the time and people want to know um, what is the, um, the, the proper road. And, you know, we tell people in our program that, that we put together, we, we actually use um, balanced bodies manuals mm -hmm. and follow the manuals. Uh, my wife teaches all of the coursework. I teach the anatomy work. The anatomy I actually teach is a little different than what they're going to learn, what they need to know for the exam. I say, here, this is the anatomy I'm going to teach you that I think is important. Mm -hmm. You can go study this book. That's the bicep. That's the tricep. You can go study that on your own. We're going to talk about a little bit more of a more functional movement, functional mm -hmm. anatomy, diff different stuff. So I teach the first weekend, and it's really not – I tell them this is not information on the PMA exam. This is just information that I think is going to help you look at the whole body uh, differently and understand what we're trying to teach you in the system. And then Cheryl takes takes them through the reformer module. We've mixed. We've done where it would be like one weekend reformer next uh, the next month uh, trap. And this mm -hmm. year we've done it all reformer, and now we're into the all the traps. So they're okay. a little different this year. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of like one price. It's the whole shebang. And mm -hmm. then at the end of it, they they complete our training. They do our test out with us, mm -hmm. um, and then they're ready to sit for the PMA exam. And we have the the paperwork or the I'm not exactly sure what Cheryl does, but she gives them something to that they can then go yep. take the PMA exam. And that's been the process. And that's been something that's allowed us to, 
when PTs want to come work for us, mm-hmm. they, that's one of the perks I can offer them. Oh, mm-hmm. I can get you trained. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not certified. I can get you to that point where you can go take, take your exam and actually be at a place where while you're doing your training, you can work and practice this stuff every day and you can get hours exactly. treating patients. Yeah. Um, you know, so all of a sudden you're getting your PMA hours while you're working on patients, not necessarily having to find them and, and bring people in on the side. So that's been um, kind of our process. And again, it's the most, um, we've had people who are local, had a few people that come in from, from different places and ours is pretty small. We don't really advertise it. Um, it's kind of like, it's people that they come to us and raise their hand and say, can mm-hmm. you train us? Um, mm-hmm. So we're not really like, putting ads out, running a bunch of funnels and stuff to it where, where I do that for other stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't do that for that. And it's pretty organic to where like right now there's four people in the training. Nice. All four of them are patients of mine okay. that, that are transitioning. And, mm-hmm. and so that makes it very fun and, and easy. And we know the people very, very well. And, mm-hmm. um, and we have a little system where we have people when they get, they go through their training and they're, they become like an apprentice for us where, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they've reached a certain point where we, we want them to start working with people. We're going to start charging for people. It's a mm-hmm. different rate, and we're mm-hmm. paying them a different rate. But when they get to that point and start building them up, that's a fantastic transition where we bring those people into our front office. And okay. we, pe- we teach them to run the front office, answer yeah. the room, uh, schedule, pay, deal with the communication. Mm-hmm. And so then when people come in and pay and schedule, they get used to that person at the mm-hmm. front desk. And then three months later, that person's kind of transitioning out of the front desk uh, six months later into teaching more and teaching more classes. Mm -hmm. Then our clients already have a relationship with that trainer Mm -hmm. who has really been working the front desk. So we have a front desk guy who's like full time, 30 hours a week, but the the other 20 hours or so are covered by trainers who are building their schedule. And we found that's been a really great way because it teaches them again, how to communicate on ways that they're not really learning in their Pilates teacher training mm-hmm. program, but they're learning choreography and work. But here we're, we're teaching them how to, how to, how to get to their goals, how to, you know, how to get to the, the meat and potato, how to sell mm-hmm. what we're trying to offer to the right people. Mm-hmm. So it's really been fun so that whenever they become full-time trainers, when they're finished the program and they become all right, they're no longer apprentice and we're charging the normal training mm-hmm. rate. They're uh, very comfortable on many fronts. And that's just something we've been playing around with for the last like pipe three years mm-hmm. of our uh, teacher training program has been going on for about maybe, maybe eight or 10. Mm-hmm. And we only do it probably every other year just based okay. on when people raise their hand. Sure. So that's been our experience and it's fun because we really have this long-term relationships with us, with the, the trainers mm-hmm. um, or the PT. Like you said, they'll come to us and they'll say, Hey, I've been watching your place. I love what you're doing. I want to work here. How do I work here? I'll do the training. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, you're pretty full. <laughs> like, Hey, this is good. <laughs> right, so I had, yeah. one, had one lady do that and she worked for me for about three years. Uh, you yeah. know, did the training and did work for me for about three years and then went and did some travel work and mm-hmm. got, got bored of driving in from where she lived inside of, you know, the, the market mm-hmm. was strong. She went to Hawaii for a year. And, and oh, there tried. you go. So, <laughs> well, actually I have, I have a, I have a girl that just as a little side note, you're talking about transition. She started working with me when she was 15 years old. Um, she's going to be 20 in December and yeah. she's transitioned from being the tech cleaning the toilets yeah. and doing other things to working at the front desk. to now she's a Pilates teacher. 
And, that, and so, yeah. So, so what loyalty do you, you know, that that's your team, right? You know, you have such a loyal team when you build it like that. Um, yeah. Pretty much everyone on my team, they've either come from as a client mm-hmm. or they've been referred to us because they've gotten trained or they moved to town and they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're trained from somewhere else, but they, they're looking for more of a rehab style. They're not looking for the, uh, the more of the fit. And Austin is really f- busy with fitness Pilates. There's a ton okay. of it. And there's mm-hmm. not as much, very little of the rehab style of what we mm-hmm. do. So the people that find us, they, they're, they're finding us for that reason. Yeah. And we just need to then like say, yep, come observe, come see how we do it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, whoa, every teacher's different. And I'm like, yeah, we let we let our teachers be themselves. You know, mm-hmm. every teacher does something totally different. Yeah, everyone's creative. Mm-hmm. Everyone has autonomy here. Um, you have to have a reason for what you're doing. You have to have a, mm-hmm. you know, you have to know what you're doing and not not just be doing something to do something because you saw it on Instagram yesterday, but a reason for what you're doing. And and they're like, oh, this is very different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And then those people end up working for us as well. We've got two trainers like that right now. Nice. We yeah. didn't train, but they're a perfect fit. Perfect fit for our culture. And, and they were actually referred to us by the other people in the community because we have a great relationship with us. Anyone that'll have a great relationship with us in the Pilates community here, mm-hmm. physical therapy community here, we will. Most people mm-hmm. don't have the right mindset. They're a little bit afraid of us, but we really try to be out and open and, and, and mm-hmm. on the same page with all those people because we figure there's plenty of work for all of us, plenty of people mm-hmm. for all of us. And I try mm-hmm. to move it all forward instead of just bits and pieces. So, well, I really appreciate your, your time today. Um, uh, some great insight. And again, I, I love the, the, the hammering home of the, the certification and the training. Um, that's what Sherry and I talked about. That's where your name came up. That's why we're having this conversation is your name came up when Sherry and I were talking and I wrote it down. I'm like, I need something to her. So thank you, Sherry, for uh, uh, connecting exactly. us to this. Um, and it's interesting that you had, had you had Christine um, Piton on the course that she was talking about at Emory. I'm now the professor of that course. So yeah, I wasn't at the time because um, the person that she was talking about has now moved on and she recommended me to start teaching it. So the current year students are in. We've had four of our modules out of um, we've got two more days to go. Um, but yeah, so it's in, the classes continued. So it's hopefully Christine knows that and um, the students now are getting that. I will, I will pass that on to her because she's in one of my uh, my business groups that, uh, okay. that I'm involved with. So um, I love that. So the small world continues. And that's yeah. what this is about. I, I knew I knew once we all sat down and started talking and, and, and there's certain people I know and I have a really long relationship with mm-hmm. that I'm going to bring on here and talk with. And then this is perfect. This is the first time you and I have ever had a conversation. I know, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's very easy because we have a passion for what we're doing. Um, and all we're doing is trying to share and help people. Mm -hmm. I just want to help people continue to find a way to be passionate about being a PT because Mm -hmm. if it weren't for Pilates, I would have left this career a long time ago because of the community that I've built with my Pilates studio. It's not my Mm -hmm. PT studio. It's truly my Pilates studio. So with that said, Karen, if there's anyone that, um, that wants to reach out to you and, and, and get some more information about Mm -hmm. your, your, your trainings and Polestar, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out and, uh, and contact you? So to contact me directly is my email K staples. So the letter K, then the last name staples, S T A P L E S at P H H as in house, then the word rehab, R-E-H-A-B, B as in boy.com. So kstaples at phrehab.com. The studio number, 770-487-1931. I have somebody answering the phone and there's voicemail, so leave a message and they'll get it to me and um, we can connect from there. 
Awesome. I'm also awesome. on Facebook and, and Instagram and all of that too. At ProHealthPTC is our Instagram um, tag. Got it. Got it. There's, there's so many ways now to stay in touch, right? Yep. So, yep. Well, well, I really appreciate your time. I, uh, I apologize about the technical difficulties <laughs> of the first five minutes or so. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not good on the technical stuff. I'm much better at just having relationships and, and helping my people than I am at that. But I've learned it's a part of it and I'm like, breathe. It's okay. <laughs> so, thanks a lot for your time. This will, uh, we'll get this going live. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, could you do us a favor and leave some love and write us a review? My name is Stephen Dunn. I help physical therapists incorporate Pilates into their physical therapy practice. If you would like more information on how you can incorporate Pilates into your physical therapy practice, then like my Facebook page, Pilates for PTs.